is The Issue Window with Albie and Brittany. We are airing out the laundry to clean your soul. Just kidding. You're going to leave with more stains than when you entered. Listen at your own risk. Good morning and welcome to episode 8 of The Issue Window. I'm Brittany, and Alvi's here with me today. It's just going to be the two of us. You betcha. <laughs> Good morning, Alvi. Good morning. How you doing? Oh, just dandy. <laughs> Another beautiful day, all by myself, at home. <laughs> Are you tired of the stay-at-home order yet? Are you going no, all stir crazy? No. We can go another four or five months, I think. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. Oh, I can. I'm ready. I'm good for it. <laughs> Uh, Today, we're actually going to start a new segment that we've been thinking about doing, and it's going to be a, what would you call it, Albie? Maybe like a Super 16 segment? Sweet 16. Since there was no no basketball tournament this year, we might as well have at least a little bit of a Sweet 16 action. Mm. Well, today it's definitely going to be a Sweet 16 because Albie's going to... Uh, rank his top 16 candy bars. I'm going to give them to him in a bracket format. Also, I think I'm going to post a graphic of this maybe on our maybe on our Facebook page once this episode is live so everybody else can weigh, weigh in because I'm not sure they're all going to agree with you, Alvi. Oh, absolutely they won't. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Three Musketeers versus Crunch. Oh, Crunch. No. Three Musketeers beats all. Oh, stop it. It's going to be a long time if I have to weigh in over everyone. Okay. Yeah, seriously. Nestle Crunch <laughs> is way better than Three Musketeers. <laughs> no. Fine, close. <laughs> Milky Way versus Payday. Payday. Kit Kat versus 100 Grand. Mmm, man, it's been a while since I had a hundred grand. Oh, let's see here. I guess a Kit Kat. Hmm, that's a tough one there. <laughs> I think I'd take the. I think I'll take the hundred grand. Okay, Hershey's normal, regular, traditional, right? Or Hershey's cookies and cream. Oh, Hershey's regular. Oh, no, you're gonna get so much flack on that. Not even close. Snickers versus Mr. Goodbar. Ooh. Man. You know what? I like both of those pretty good. Man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I I guess I'm going to take Mr. Goodbar because you can be more flexible with that. You can do a lot of things with Mr. Goodbar. I mean, you can freeze the Snickers. It is pretty good. But a Mr. Goodbar... You can stick that in peanut butter. Oh, just, oh, yeah. I, I'll go with Mr. Goodbar. That's good. That's a good selection there. I hope people come for you in the comments. Let me just tell you, there's <laughs> no way that a Mr. Goodbar beats Snickers oh. ever. Oh, yeah. I hope they beat that's you That's a tough decision. That's a tough decision. All right. Moving down, we have Babe Ruth versus Twix. Ooh, what is this the regular Twix or the peanut butter Twix? Regular Twix. Mmm. I'll take the Babe Ruth. Yeah, I'll take the Babe Ruth. Been a while since I had one of those. Wow. I would have swayed with 
Twix peanut butter Twix if it was the, if it was the peanut butter Twix, but as regular Twix, I'll go to Babe Ruth. Yeah. Peanut butter Twix versus Butterfinger. Oh, peanut butter Twix. Mm, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like Butterfinger. Well, that's good for them, but that's not me. They're not me. <laughs> well, they can come in and do their own little own little poll. All right, and then uh, then when this last bracket is going is our vintage bracket, Ooh. and it's going to be a ch- a Charleston Chew versus zero. Oh, a zero. Zeros are good. Yeah, I'll take the zero on that one. All right. Okay, so moving on to the second round, we have Crunch versus Payday. Hmm. I think I'll go Payday. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll go Payday. And then a hundred grand versus Hershey. Oh, Hershey's. And a Mr. Good Bar versus Babe Ruth. I'll take the Mr. Good Bar or Babe Ruth. And then Peanut Butter Twix versus Zero. The Peanut Butter Twix. Zeros are very nostalgic and nice and good, and good but uh, peanut butter Twix is, yeah, we'll take that. I'll take that over them. <laughs> okay, round three, payday versus Hershey. Um, I'll take I'll take a regular Hershey's. Okay, that's our contender on the left, and then Mister Goodbar versus peanut butter Twix. Ah. Uh, I'll do peanut butter Twix on that one. Okay, and that's our right winner. All right. So for the winner, do you choose Hershey's or peanut butter Twix? You know, this is this is tight here because it really it'd be, it'd be a lot. I think I'm going to lean to peanut butter Twix. But if this was Hershey with almonds, who would it be tough? It'd be a really tough decision. Because <laughs> once again, you know, the Hershey's has very a lot, of, a lot of flexibility you can break it off and put it in peanut butter so then you know it's almost like a peanut butter twix except minus the cookie but then you get the hershey's almonds so you do get the crunch with the hershey's almonds but i think in this scenario i'll take the peanut butter twix okay all right well that is our sweet 16 winner for episode eight i don't think i agree with that well maybe one time we can do one for you too okay You'll just give me a hard time every time. I let a few of these go. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> but really when it comes down to it, peanut butter Twix is, out of those, it's the best one. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. And I'm not even sure. It only barely made this bracket. It's hard to find peanut butter Twix. Oh, no. You just gotta look the right areas. You need to have a sheets in your area. That's your problem. You don't have sheets. Sheets is a gas station with you know, food for anybody who's listening that has no idea what a Sheets is. Oh, and they have very good food, too. <laughs> it is good food. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's not good for you, but it's good. <laughs> but they do have salads there, and they, salads aren't bad either. But, you know, you can always get you can always get a burger with mozzarella sticks on top of it, too. So that's, um, yeah. I mean, that's not really good. That's not very healthy, but it is very good. All right. And this week... The main topic that we're going to talk about is kind of morale and keeping equipment room morale up. And one of the things I can weigh in on that is by talking about equipment room mascots and how they can like help you. In particular, Alvi, you've been bringing your dog to work for almost the entire time I've known you. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I brought one dog or another, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. The first Yorkie that you brought into the equipment room, what did you name him? Oh, his name was Dinner. (laughs) Yes, it was. And Dinner got so popular that he, I think at one time he had a Facebook page. You know what? He might have. He might have. I I don't remember. Yeah. He definitely had a lot of pictures on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, it was funny because whenever I first met you, you swore that you'd never have a dog. And I'm allergic to him. Sure. I'm allergic to him. What could I do? (laughs) Better living through chemistry. (laughs) Well, for being allergic to them, you sure, you know, you sure took dinner everywhere. Well, yeah. Well, you know, once I, once I went through the initial problems with him, once I got my, once I got my health in, 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 intact with him and found the right kind of meds so I could live with him, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, Albie and I were grilling out the night that we found dinner at the homeless Yorkie at that point. Yeah, we was grilling out and I'd went to the store to get some meat. And I pulled out of the driveway and started taking off down the street. And he ran right out in front of me and into my yard. And it's like, oh, great. I got this stray dog in my yard. He's going to poop in my yard. <laughs> but I went ahead and just, you know, went to the store and picked up the meat. And he came back and pulled in my driveway. And there he is in my driveway. So. Yes. And at that point, I was, I, I was set. I was like, oh, look at this cute little dog. I mean, he was, you know, a smaller Yorkie, maybe six pounds or so. Yeah, he was five, six pounds. Yeah. And so I spent the rest of the, the evening trying to coax him to, <laughs> you know, get near me and everything. It took a while. Yeah, it did take a while. It did take a while. And... Albie said that if I did catch him, that he was going to put him on the grill and he was going to be dinner. I did. I did. I, I came back in. I came back and he sat in the driveway and he got off the driveway and stayed, stayed clear to me. And I came into the house and I said, I didn't really have to go to the store because there's dinner on the driveway. And you didn't know what I was talking about. I said, there's a little dog on the driveway. She says, oh, is he still here? And it's like, yes. And so we went outside. It took him. Oh, it took him a while. I'd say easy hour. Before he approached us. But he hung around as we cooked out. Mm-hmm. He did. And I was 100% set on keeping him. But where I was living at the time, I couldn't have dogs. And so I was like, oh, Albie, you should totally keep him. So you kept him in your garage. Yep, kept him in my garage. For about maybe a week or so until he actually, like, <laughs> he grew on you. Whoa. Until you're like, hmm, maybe I'm just going to keep the keep this doggy for myself. Yeah, I mean, we tried to find. Remember, we walked around the neighborhood that night because he figured he didn't go that far. He couldn't have went that far. And we walked around the neighborhood. And he followed us. He actually led us. He followed. No, he followed us. He followed us. We walked around the block and tried to see if anybody claimed him, and never happened. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so we kept him. Tried to try to take him to the vet and see if he had a chip in him, which he didn't. He didn't have a tattoo in his ear. But we couldn't find anybody that we, um, you know, nobody claimed him. Yeah, nobody, no one claimed him. And whenever we were trying to figure out what we should call him, the name Dinner just kind of stuck. Yep. So I can't believe we didn't think of anything better. Well, you know. But. It worked out for the best. <laughs> I don't think we, it, we were calling him Dinner for that first week and you didn't really think that you were going to keep him. Right. Somebody would, you know, Claim come him. up yeah, looking we'd, for we'd him. We'd find him. We'd find the original, uh, the rightful owners. Mm-hmm. Which we, you know, we eventually did, but it took well over a year. It did. It was at least a year, maybe a couple years. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been a couple years. And even then, it was just something, just something random. Yeah, you were walking dinner in the park. Yep. 
a couple blocks from your house and did the owner come up to you uh it was like the owner's niece or something like that or daughter and Mm -hmm. she came up to him and oh you know did the did the nice dog oh cute dog things like that pet him things like that and she'd seen the tattoo in the ear and then she realized that was their dog and so she called her mom over and her mom was so excited to see him that he was still alive and things like that. His his original name was Rascal, mm-hmm. which I can totally get. But um, at that point, we had had him a couple of years, and she, you know, had been gone. He'd been gone a couple of years, and we had, we had him fixed. So she was a little bit of a backyard breeder, so really he had no purpose for her anymore. So she was totally good with me keeping him. She was just happy to see he was still alive and things like that. She actually lost another. She lost two Yorkies that day. And she never found out, as far as I know, she never found out where the other one went to. And so how did you start to take him to work? Uh, it was actually just take the, take the dog in. You know, I've been talking about him so much, so I decided to bring him in one day. And so I did. And so it sort of stuck after that. <laughs> yeah, and it's really amazing how a dog can really change the mood and work. I mean, I've always worked from home, so... You know, me having my Yorkie with me on a daily basis is really no different than me just being at home normally. So I don't really know any different, but I do really like her being close to me. And I can't imagine, I can't imagine her, you know, being left at home while I like went off for work. You know, whenever I leave for trips, it's tough to like leave her. So I definitely think that there's something to bringing your dog into the workplace. And as I've visited other equipment rooms, I have found other equipment managers who bring their dogs in to work with them. Yeah, we had we had, we had Al at uh, Arizona State with John. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And I think, I, I don't know, I definitely ran into a few more. I just can't, I can't quite name them off the top of my head. Al just celebrated his first birthday. He just turned a year old recently. So shout out to John there for the Arizona State hockey <laughs> and his and his dog Al. Yeah, but it was a it was a little bit, and then you decided to start bringing dinner on road trips. Yeah, he's been he's been on a few road trips. I remember him going on on quite a few. Really, the players really got to got used to seeing him, and they you know they would almost they would almost yes. look for yeah. him and stuff. It really really brightened their day. I think. Yeah. He. Uh... Yeah, he went on road trips and shoot, he was he was in Boise, he was in Detroit. I mean, he went, you know, he went to he went to the humanitarian bowl in Boise, and he was out there all week with us. And you know, went to the MAC championship when I was in Northern Illinois. So he got he got around the country pretty well. Mm-hmm. So he flew with you? No, he always went on the equipment truck. Oh, okay. He always he he only flew one time, and that was with me with for another trip. That it wasn't it wasn't business. It was more pleasure. And, uh, but he always, he always rode an equipment truck. <laughs> he wasn't a very good flyer. Just put <laughs> He actually wasn't a bad flyer, but he was, you know, it's a, it's a long time sometimes in, in, in the little crate. So. <laughs> well, we've forgotten to mention the number one thing about why dinner stuck out to people. And you, you really had to meet him to, you know, realize, you know, what kind of a unique dog he was. One, he really, he hardly ever barked. Yeah. He was he was incredibly me- mellow. Mm-hmm. Yes. And besides the fact that his name was Dinner, he also had no teeth. Yep. And his tongue hung out of his mouth. Yep. You know, Yorkies are notorious for having bad teeth that that rot out pretty easy. So he ended up 
within the first year I had him, we had to get all his teeth pulled because they were so bad. Yeah, after that, his tongue hung out. Mm-hmm. So, And it turns out, you know, we thought that he couldn't help it and that it was just because he had no teeth. But your cor- your current Yorkie, Morgan, had to have all of her teeth pulled because she was also, she was a rescue. Um, and so her teeth were bad whenever you got her. So you pulled her teeth and her tongue doesn't hang out of her mouth. She's she's very she's more uh, she's more vain than dinner. <laughs> she's way more vain. It turns out dinner was doing it all those years on purpose. He was just letting it all hang out on purpose. He just wanted the attention. <laughs> and people at YSU still talk about dinner, right? Just last year, he was part of one of the sports sca- scavenger hunts. Yeah, the women's soccer team had a scavenger hunt, and they said take a picture with dinner. And a lot of the younger girls didn't know what that meant. And the, the older girls knew what that meant, so I brought dinner in, so they had to take a picture with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That uh, that wouldn't have been possible except for whenever dinner passed away. Has it been three years? Four years? Wow. I don't know. Maybe four, I guess. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't have been possible, but Albie, being who he is, got dinner stuffed. You betcha. Took him down to a taxidermist, which wasn't easy to find a taxidermist that will do pets. But I found one, and he did an excellent job. And so now, yeah, dinner is stuffed and resides in my basement. <laughs> Except whenever you bring him out for the soccer girls. Yeah, we took him to. We actually took him to one game this year. We took him to a game and put him on top of our our X system, and had him stare back at the crowd when our one of our when we was in a, one of the domes. Well, it freaked some people out. It freaked some people out. It was good. We might have to do that again. <laughs> people just thought that that was a well-behaved dog. Well, they eventually realized it was. They eventually realized it was dead and stuff. But yeah, it freaked a few people out. A few of the players freaked out too. It's it's funny because sometimes when I do take dinner in, they'll sit there on the counter and they'll think it's Morgan or my other Yorkie. Oh, how's he so well-behaved? Why is she so well-behaved? It's a, and they'll start petting him. Then they'll realize once they start petting him that he's that it's not Morgan and it's actually dead. <laughs> And they start freaking out a little bit. <laughs> now he's dinner the eternal equipment room mascot. <laughs> oh, now that you got your dog stuff, do you think you would? Do you think you would do it again? Oh, absolutely. Morgan's got her death planned. <laughs> I think I, I think I'll put her in a sleeping position though. I'm not quite sure the position, but she's all she's going to be stuffed. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to. I'm I'm not going to stuff my dog. That's that's not recommended. What are you going to do? Torture and let her carry her on her ashes. <laughs> How is that going to torture her? No, torture. Cremate her. Yeah. Are you going to cremate? Oh, you going to cremate her? Just carry around the ashes? Oh, okay. Well, no. Bell, Bell's my Yorkie is going to live forever. So I don't have to worry about that. Or you, you could cremate her. You could cremate her and ha- send her ashes in to get made into a diamond. Then you could wear, wear her as a necklace. Sure. Sure. She is clingy like that. But everybody that stops in the equipment room has to pet your current Yorkie now, right, Morgan? Uh, they want to, but she's she's very um, antisocial, so she stays in her cave or stays in her little one or one of her caves. She has more than one cave. She's a burrower. Yeah, use that to drag her out. She is very antisocial. She's not quite as like level lovable on people as dinner was. No. But the soccer, the women's soccer coach does bring all his recruits around 
to introduce them to Morgan. So that that's that's his ace in the hole. There you go, guys. <laughs> I don't know if that's violating, probably violating NCAA rules by having a you know by showing them pets you know at the in the equipment room. But who? Oh well, we'll we'll cover that later. No, I'm I'm sure that doesn't violate any rules. I mean, if anything, I mean it should just be included. Like every equipment room should have a live animal mascot, like a lizard or something. I was thinking a butterfly, but you know, I I would go with lizard. Maybe a maybe a hamster. Sure, or a gerbil or something like that. Sure, sure. I'm sure there's several equipment rooms that has some gerbils living there. Did you see on Twitter today what the Marshall equipment people put out there? I didn't. I try to follow Twitter, but man, you equipment managers are so active on Twitter, it's hard for me to keep up. We got nothing better to do right now, especially. They put a bingo card out there, and it is awesome. (laughs) What does it have on it? Well, you know, you could, let's see here. Put a visor on, got ball checked, been on TV, ran balls for a game, been to a conference championship, forgot to pack something, puked during camp. Made a game ball, got injured, held chains for practice, done laundry, yelled at by coach, played in a flag football game, put a jersey on backwards, helped with a drill, flown with a team, wore a quarterback towel to practice, hit by a pass, worked before 6 a.m., uh, wore gloves to practice, shot jugs, packed a trunk, hit during practice, and got tan lines. I, you know that 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 covers a wide gamut of everything that could always happen to you. I think I'm more interested in the ones that you haven't done than the than the ones that you have. Are there any ones that you haven't done in your career? I wanted to say puke during camp. You've never puked during camp? Nope. Um, I don't think I put a jersey on backwards either. I never wore a quarterback towel to practice. I've never wore gloves to practice. Well, yeah, no, I've never worn gloves to practice. Never wore pants to practice, let alone gloves. Oh, come on. There has to be some practice, like, somewhere that you, that you wore pants to practice. Ever? I don't think so. Uh, you know what's missing from this bingo card? What's that? Where's a fanny pack to practice? It used to be a thing. That used to be a thing. I don't have a fanny pack anymore. I really miss the fanny pack. I vote bring back the equipment manager fanny pack. A lot of us have sling bags anymore or you don't even have that anymore. I miss the fanny pack. It was such a statement. It was so easy to spot you on the sidelines. Not anymore. Slay undercover. <laughs> Anything else on that card that you haven't you haven't done? No, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Some of them I wasn't sure what they were. It's something about jugs. Was yeah, she, uh, right? it's the it's a, the machine we have to shoot footballs to catch. Why is it called jugs? That's that's, that's the name of the machine. It's the jugs machine. You know, like the one with got tan lines. It, he, there was a story we was practicing on the grass field back when uh, back in the nineties. We'd have a clock over there, so we had a makeshift scoreboard that we could keep changing the, the periods on to keep track of the time and things like that. And the the kid we had um, taking care of the clock, he was sitting in the stands, keeping time, changing the periods, whatever, whatever. And it's August, so it's hot. Well, 
he was a little heavy set, and he decided that he was going to get a tan while he's sitting there in the stands. So he took his shirt off, and he's laying there, laid back on in the bleachers and getting some tan. And head coach yells over, "Hey, tell that abomination to put his shirt back on." And so that's uh, always a that's that's lived down a few few years. The abomination. To put his shirt back on. <laughs> that one's held dear to our hearts. Who put out this bingo card? I can't find it. Marshall. Marshall equipment. Put a visor on. <sighs> That's an interesting one, I feel like, to be on, like, a card. I mean, do they mean on a coach? No, 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 no. Uh, a, 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 a eye shield. A visor for the helmet. Oh. 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 Is that particularly difficult? <laughs> um, you know, some of us don't think so, but it's it's awfully fun to watch somebody do it for the first time. <laughs> How about um, you've so you've done played in a flag football game? I'm sure I have. We also in the early in my early student days, we actually actually donned full equipment and played. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Why not? They didn't have enough extra. No, no, no. We did it amongst ourselves. Oh, like the equi- like an equipment manager's bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh I'd love to see that. Why don't Why don't you guys do that before AMA? Then go like golfing. Oh, I would go to that. Because we're too old for that. Oh, I would pay money to go to that. I want. Oh, I want to see you guys all get together and play football. That sounds amazing. Okay, well that's the that's my vote for next year. I'm just saying. You guys should all get together beforehand and instead of golfing, you should play flag football. Mm, no. Yes. Too many old people get hurt. No, there's plenty of young people. The old guys, you got you could you can coach them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, if you haven't seen that equipment manager bingo, I definitely recommend that you go find that on Twitter. It's uh it's quite the funny thing to look at and play. You definitely should uh, spread that on. But uh, with that, uh, why don't we uh, wrap up this episode, Alvy? Oh, that sounds good to me. Okay. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Issue Window. If you'd like to be a guest on, please, you know, send us a email or contact us through Twitter or any of our other social media. And until next time, stay safe and stay sane. Bye. See everybody. Stay safe.